Hello there. So, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is the latest in the Shrek franchise. It's the first since uh, 2011's solo Puss in Boots movie. And it follows Puss in Boots as he's lost eight of his nine lives and he has to go and retrieve a wishing star to essentially get his lives back. So, that's just the basic plot of this now. I've been a, like a massive Shrek fan right from the beginning. I've enjoyed all the films. I love, absolutely love the first two. I like the first, the third one better than most people do. Shrek Forever After was quite good as well for, for me, the weakest. And I enjoyed the the first solo Puss in Boots film. So, you know, and, and that was good as well. I enjoyed that. So, you know, I've, I've liked all these films. And, and this is, I think, but this one now definitely cements Shrek as my favourite animated franchise just from top to bottom because... I'll say this straight out the gate. This is the best since the first two. This is infinitely superior to the the first Puss in Boots film, which I really liked as well, but I absolutely loved this. This was fantastic from start to finish. This is one of those rare films where if you look at the Rotten Tomato score, and of course that's not the be-all and end-all, but if you look at it, Critics and audiences are actually in sync with this. They're all in the... Both scores are in the high 90s. So it's like or at least in the 90s so it's not it's rare that happens nowadays but it's happened with this and you can what you can see is when this film came out in america and um in, in december it had a slow opening weekend i believe there was also a massive storm that weekend and it was the second weekend avatar was out but then it kept growing and growing and growing and growing as eventually now became a big hit and that's because word of mouth and word of mouth it's very strong for this film and it's easy to see why easy to see why it's Great fun for all the family, as all the best Shrek films should be. And um, there's actually got some really good jokes in this. But one other thing I've got to say is they've actually, which wasn't in all, any of the other films, was that this film is pretty dark in places, not over the top dark or anything like that. Not anything too much that's going to traumatise kids or anything like that. But it does have little scary dark elements in it. Like and the uh, the the uh, the wolf character is uh, actually really menacing. One of the more menacing characters that's been in an animated film in some time. So kudos to them for really pulling this off. There's actually one, a couple of really great tense sequences in here, uh, which is which wasn't expecting to be as tense as they were, but they pulled this off nicely. There's some, there's tons of really great stuff. It's, and there, there's been about two or three trailers out for this, and I did wonder if maybe this the trailers had showed too much, because one of the trailers does basically show all all these death scenes as well, like how he lost each of his lives and things like that. And you sort of think, oh, you're showing maybe a bit too much, but you need not worry because there's tons of great surprises in this film. It's was stuff I didn't know that was going to be here, is in it? There's lots of great little gags in here. The story is good because the one thing is when you've been away from a franchise for over 10 years or whatever, you can always have the... The thing is, if you're if you're going back to it, it could be oh, you're absolutely desperate. That's why you're going back to. It. And to be fair, DreamWorks Animation has went off, uh, went off off kill for quite some time. It's, I think back when it first started up until about the early, sorry, <coughs> early two thousand tens, there was a lot of films that I really liked from that franchise as well from this from this studio as well. And in the last few years, it's kind of faltered a bit. The bad guys last year were surprisingly good. I did enjoy that. That was the best one they've been for a little while. But this this has just knocked even that out of the park. This this is fantastic. Because you do have this worry that maybe they've gone back to this well because they've not had the same box office success they used to have. And, you know, they're kind of going 
try to dig up an old franchise just because a franchise that's not been around for a while just because they're getting desperate. However, if you actually look at the story on this, I think it's actually quite the opposite. They've hit on a good idea and thought, you know what, that actually is a good idea. And it is a really good concept, what they've got about Puss losing his life so they can go and try to retrieve them and things. So, And you've got a good little message that you can tell because this film actually does have a nice message in there. Just a nice normal message for like kids, not just kids, but adults as well. And, you know... And it's done in a non-preachy way as well. It's just natural and organic. And it just works beautifully within this context of the film. And of course, there's some big laughs in here. Uh, I mean, Antonio Banderas returns as Puss. One of the most perfect casting decisions ever, of course, is Zorro. The first Zorro film he done especially fantastic. He was just so perfect for that. So to do it, to bring that here, you know, he's he's been one of the best voice to character animation castings I've ever seen and he brings it again here Salma Hayek's back as Kitty Softpaws who was in the previous one as well their relationship dynamic works really well so that was a lot of fun the first time it works great again this time the character of, there's this little dog character as well, he's uh, really funny as well, I think the name of the actor who plays it's Harvey Gwillian I think, uh, this character really good fun really good addition to all the new characters as well, really add to you what Goldilocks, the three bears, there's a character in here that I there's a couple of characters that I didn't know were going to be in this and they actually work really well so I won't say what they were because they weren't in the trailers so, or any of the ones I've seen so I won't mention them but um, they work well, they're all great additions as well the wolf character was uh, is a direct, is, uh, sorry voiced by somebody, I think his name's Wagner his first name is Wagner, I can't remember his, his surname, I've, I've never heard of the guy but he does a great job voicing the character again, really menacing Great job! It's a Brazilian actor that uh, that that voices him and does a marvelous job with this. There's actually some tons of really good action in this as well. This has better action scenes than you know, Plane that I watched last week does. You know, it's more exciting than that. Yeah, and some really great concepts here. A lot of fun. Some good gags. I'm gonna out and out say this is the best animated film I've seen in years. Like a good few years. Uh, yeah, this is fantastic. I mean. Hands down, DreamWorks' best film in a long, long time. A long, long time. It's up there with the best, and I would say this is, you know, maybe I'll go as far as to say this is DreamWorks Animation's third best film after the first two Shreks. So, you know, and when I say it's not quite as good as the first two Shreks, that's not a knock at all on this film. It's just because the first two Shreks are two of the best animated films I've ever seen, you know. And to get to that level would be... Um, uh, would be damn almost damn near impossible. The fact that this film's now kind of in the conversation is real real credit to it, real credit to it. And so uh, another thing is with this as well, it's like breathed a bit of new life into this franchise, and there are little hints that they could be coming back, that they could be doing another Shrek. Uh, that that's going to be the plan going forward, and I really hope so with the success of this film. Because they've obviously put a lot of love, care and attention into this. And if they do the same going forward, bringing the old Shrek characters back, and they do like in, in the next Shrek film, if they put the same love, care and attention that they've done into this one, then it'll be pretty special indeed. And even then, I like Shrek 3 and I like Shrek 4, even though they are not quite as good. You could sort of see it was dipping in quality though as it, as it went along. However, 
this little reset, this little, it's not even a reset, you know, it's not a reboot or anything like that, but this little time off, make, make absence, make the heart grow fonder, I think it's kind of worked for this, and, you know, I really hope they go forward with this, so it would be great to see, if you, if you put this energy and this, this commitment into a next Shrek film, I think you could get something pretty special, because Puss in Boots The Last Fish, in itself, is pretty special. And if this had came out, and if originally it was scheduled to come out in the UK in December 2022, this like would have been eligible for my top 10 of the year list, which is very prestigious, of course, motherfuckers. Uh, oh, I should really stop swearing when reviewing a kid's film, but whatever. But um, yeah, Puss in Boots Last Wish would have been hands down easily in that list, probably at about number six or seven. So, you know, it would have made the list. So very good chance though it'll it's almost certain to make my list for 2023 let's be real so there you have it absolutely love Puss in Boots the last wish was looking forward to it but exceeded all expectations so glad to hear about that so anyway going forward i'll be reviewing the uh the original the first two ant-man movies as well in the uh build up to quantum mania coming up so look forward to that thank you ever so much for taking the time to listen and goodbye